Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South P Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. year or year before last <clears throat> just kind of cover this for a minute this is a new year as we start a new year it is a time to start with a new beginnings you may have the same old jobs be in the same old routine and life goes on as usual but it's a new year and the record is clear from the last year and you get a new start and you and we can learn from the mistakes we've made last year and try to be better at what we do this year. A new year is a time <clears throat> a new year is a time for new year's resolutions. A firm decision to to do or not to do something. It it, it is said that losing weight and exercising is the number one new year's resolution people. There is more exercise equipment and diet books sold at this time uh, than any other time of the year. People have good intentions to take care of their health, uh, but about March or April, the exercise equipment is put out in the garage or put in the closet collecting dust, and the diet books are set on the shelf collecting dust. And then end up in the rummage cell. How true that is. We have good intentions to do things, but it, tell you what, it takes a little time and then we'll, we'll just throw them out and go on as life as usual. <clears throat> the New Year's resolution for the Christian should be what we can do, uh, or what can I do to get closer to God and strengthen my spiritual life? What exercise do I need to do to get there? Prayer life. In all of life's situations, just pray. A dedicated time for devotion uh, in your life. Regardless of how busy you are, this is a must. You must spend time alone with God. It is the need. For your soul. Trust in God with all your whole heart. This is the message. Put God first in your life. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. All right, if you have your Bibles here, I'm going to jump around, but I'm just going to start out with this uh, first chapter or, uh, in Ecclesiastes chapter um, 3. Very, very familiar passage of scripture and we're just going to read the uh, first eight verses here Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 it says to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck up 
that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose and a time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rent, that means tear, and a time to sow. A time to be silenced and a time to speak up. A time to love and a time of hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. Our dear Heavenly Father, we just pray, God, for your help this morning on this message. Lord, we're thankful for your word today, God, because it's the bread of life. It feeds our souls, Lord, spiritually. And it's the nourishment that we need, God, and have to have in this life. So we pray, God, you'll bless your word today. Use us today, God. For we know we can do nothing without you, without the Holy Spirit's help. So may you come and be with us today. Give us ears to hear, Lord, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, uh, here we are coming into, this is uh, our last service of 2023. And next service we have will be our first service of the new year. And, uh, you know, there's been good things and bad things. But how many, I don't know how many of you, I want to raise my hand. It's been a hard year. Almost the whole church. It is has been a hard year for us. Things we go have been going through or went through or are going through right now. It's been tough. It's been a hard year on me. There's things that happened that I couldn't dream would happen, but they did. Have no control over it. No power to change it. But I got God. Amen. Amen. And he's with me. And uh, this is what we're going to preach on this morning. Then I thought about the two good things that's happened. And that was the conversion of Vicky and the conversion of TJ. Amen. Amen. There was two souls that's been saved this year. Praise God. And brought into the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. If we labored our whole life and spent all the money that the church had and took all of our time, them two right there would be worth it all. Amen. Amen. For because heaven is eternal. Amen. It's a place where, where we're going to live forever with God and with Christ. Amen. But we think about this and you think about it. Uh, life is seasonal. Amen. And then I want to read something here to you. Because I don't want to... Uh, mess up here and uh, forget it. <clears throat> now this first 
paragraph is not my writing. It was the commentator's writing. <clears throat> and I'll let you know when I started my notes. <clears throat> he said, By God and his providence governs the world and has determined particular times. In those times, such as things may be done uh, propriety and success. But if we neglect the appointed seasons, we sin against the providence and become authors of our own distress. God has given to man a portion of duration, which is called time. <clears throat> Amen. <clears throat> now this is my note here. Man's life is seasonal. It is just for a period of time from birth to death. And in that seasonal life, there comes seasons. Amen. <clears throat> just like there's four seasons in our year. There's seasons that we go through, things that we go through. That's what I'm talking about here. <clears throat> come seasons, and in those seasons comes the experience of human life. In those seasons, we experience brokenness, heartaches, death of loved ones or friends or close companions. We can uh, be betrayed by people despised and rejected by people we loved and cared about. Reasons of sickness, pain, and suffering we, uh, we go through. And we question God and our faith. And we wonder why these things are happening to us. And why do we have to go through all this pain, hurt, and suffering? Then there is the good side of the seasonal life. It could be the, the family that you were raised up in, the good friends you have met along life's way, your husband or your wife you met and married for life, and the joy that you both have shared and experienced together. Also the birth of your children and what they meant to you in your life. The home you have, your possessions you have, and the loving family that God gave you. Amen. These are also the good seasons, the good things that's happened in our lives. Amen. <clears throat> and the time that you got saved and met Jesus as your Savior. And the church he has put you in. God in all his providence knows all about, listen to me, the seasons in your life when, when they come and the, when they have came to you and those that are yet to come. Remember, there is a time and a reason to every purpose we go through. It is our seasons because it's God's because it's in God's hand and on God's timing, so we don't have any power over that. 
The only power we have is how we are going to react to the seasons that we go through. <clears throat> we, uh, can you hardly read my <clears throat> wrong writing? We can trust, we are going to, we are either going to trust in God and rely on his mercy and grace to help us through these seasons of life, or we are going to blame God for what has happened to us and become bitter and lose our salvation with him in this life. The choice is ours to make. The Bible says in John 6, 6 66, many of Jesus' disciples went back and walked no more with him. So here we are. There's only two choices we can make in this life when seasons come our way. We can blame God for all the bad things that happened to us and hold them uh, and hold to them and lose God. Or we can trust in Christ <clears throat> that the one who has experienced it all for us at Calvary and won the victory. Amen. Amen. I know that was a little bit of reading there, but I got to thinking about that. And the Lord and yesterday as I was looking at things, it might have been Friday. I can't even remember. It might have been Friday. But uh, it said here, this, this is what I want to focus on. To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. Amen. So you see, God governs the world. God governs heaven. Huh? God knows all things because He's God and His power. Amen. He's the omnipotent God. He knows everything. And, and he give us this portion of time that you and I sitting in this church this morning are living in. Okay? Huh? We are born, huh? And we live, and then we die and pass away. Amen? And in that in-between time is called life. Huh? It's the life that we're living today. Amen? And things, my friend, happen to us that we question. And we wonder why they're happening. And what's, why they're going on. And you know what I'll tell you. And I said this. You can't answer the whys. We'll never know. Until we get on the other side. Amen. There's things that happened in my life. That I didn't expect. Didn't want them to happen. But they did. Huh. There are things in my life, huh, that has been my fault that I've done and paid for them, huh? But there's things that's come in my life that's been out of my control. And I have no power to change it, huh? But it hurt me and it's broken me and brought me and dragged me down. It's not what I wanted. But it's what happened. And it was the seasons that I went through. Huh? Amen. And I wondered what it was, why it happened, 
What brought it on? Huh? And I got ideals. Why they happen. And what has happened. But yet I still can't understand it. Huh? But there's one thing I know. Huh? By being a child of God. He gives me. Huh? I am determined and I am dedicated regardless of what it is. You see, when things happen to us, huh, it gets in our head and we can't get rid of it. It's always going to be there. Don't think you can get rid of it because you can. When you try to forget about the bad things that's happened in your life, the devil will remind you of them. Huh? He'll bring them up to get you defeated and to get you down and get you discouraged. Amen? God saved us for a purpose. And that purpose is to get us to heaven. Amen? And the devil's going to do everything he can to keep us out of heaven. You don't think he ain't real? Uh, he's in your battles. Huh? He's in the in the battles and the things that you're going through right now. He wants to use those things, that, that brokenness, that heartache, and those things that you're going through. He wants to use them to drag you further down and give up your faith in God. Huh? He wants your mind. He wants to control it. Amen. Huh? But thank God, there's a cure. And that cure is Jesus Christ. He is the remedy. I want to tell you something, the cross. Huh? Jesus went to the cross and put every, your life, everything that you already experienced in your life, and that you're going to experience till you take your last breath. Listen to me. I'm preaching you the truth. Amen. I would be bringing this to you if God hadn't given it to me. But he took, Christ took it all and put it on himself. Amen. 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 To give you the victory to make it to heaven. Amen. Amen. So whatever you're going through today, whatever you're facing today, just remember this. Jesus took the nails for you to give you the victory to help you through it. He knows exactly what you're facing today. Amen. Because hmm? he's experienced it. Huh? He fell down in the Garden of Gethsemane, my friend, and laid his face in that dirty ground. Huh? And, the, and the scripture said that he was in such, such tense agony. No physical pain, but emotional pain. Huh? Because he took our sins and God laid them on him. And the scripture said that he sweat great drops of blood for you and me. Huh? That's the first blood that he shed. And there was never a blow to him. That's the agony huh, that he took for you and me. To give us victory above these things. Amen. When the church, we had church family here that came for a few years. And I got awful close to them. We got close to them. 
Most of you know who I'm talking about. And when they left, huh, it tore my heart out. And still, I'm still bleeding over that. Uh, brother, a friend of mine said, told me this long before anything happened. Huh? He said, Mark, you're in a preacher and a pastor. He said, there's going to be things happening with you that you'll never understand, but they'll happen. And I thought, well, yeah, that's possible. I don't see it happening here. But it did. Amen. It did. Huh? But praise God. Huh? I'm dependent on him. He's my only hope. He's my only strength to get through it. Huh? Then I think about what happened to Courtney. Huh? And I think about other things that's happening in people's in your lives today. Huh? I know what's going on a little bit. I, I what's happening to you. I understand it, and it burdens me. It breaks me down. I'm the pastor. I'm to carry those things and intercede for you. Amen. Huh? But thank God, I'm going to the right place. Amen. But you see, because there's things that are out of our control that we can't do nothing about. But we got a God in heaven. Amen. That understands it all. And said that His grace sufficient to see us through. Amen. To the very end of this thing. Praise God. So, let's go over here to Philippians chapter 3 verse 13. This is the Apostle Paul. He said, Brethren, I count not myself to have Compre or apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reach forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. You get this? Forgetting those things that are behind. Amen. And pressing forward huh, to what lies ahead. I want to tell you something, church. Glory lies ahead in this thing. I tell you, eternal joy and eternal peace is waiting for you and me. Amen. At the end of this life. Huh? That's what Paul was saying. I'm, I'm putting those things huh, behind me. I'm forgetting about them. I can't do nothing about them anyway. I'm going to press on. The heaven's gates. Amen. Amen. I'm gonna push, my friend. Huh? There's a prize awaiting me on the other side. The devil and the enemies of my soul want to destroy my faith and wipe everything out and have me to do well on the bad things. But I'll put them behind me and I'm going forward. God. God's called me for a reason, Paul said. And I'm not gonna let him down. Huh? They throwed me in those prisons. Huh? I lived, huh? I lived in my feces chain together. Huh? But I tell you what, I count all the dogs and wait for the glory of God. Amen. 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 Go ahead and throw me in the prisons for preaching the gospel. Huh? Huh? Amen. 
I tell you, Brother Akers, he wanted to see Moses. Huh? That was his goal to see Moses when he gets to heaven. That's a great goal. I tell you what, I want to see the Apostle Paul. Huh? A man that wrote a third of the Bible, the scriptures, almost all the New Testaments. Huh? He was surrendered to God, my friend. Huh? I tell you what. Huh? It come down to the end, my friend. And to the day he was to be executed. Huh? It was time came for his death. Paul knew it. He knew it was coming. The next morning he would be killed. Huh? For being a man of God and preaching the gospel. Huh? But he had joy in his heart. <laughs> he knew. Huh? He told his people. Huh? It'd be the best thing for me. This is before this part I'm getting ready to tell you. He said, for me to die would be gain. Huh? If I would die right now, it would be gain for me. I would be in heaven with my Savior. But it would not be good for you. So God's leaving me here to preach to you for just a little while longer. But on that morning, huh, he didn't need handcuffs. He didn't need chains. My friend, he was, uh, this is my opinion, he had the joy in his heart and a smile on his face. And he walked down there and he gladly laid his head on the chocolate block. <laughs> huh? I know that sounds brutal. It sounds awful. It's sickening. But he laid his hand down on the chopping block, my friend, and they cut his head off. Huh? That was just the body that they destroyed. Huh? What the Bible say? Huh? Fear not man, huh? That has uh, the power to destroy your body, and that's it. Huh? Listen, don't fear man. All he can do is kill you. Basically, is what the interpretation of that verse there was. But fear him that can kill both body and soul in him. Amen. Amen. As soon as they cut his head off and he died, instantly he went up to heaven. Amen. Huh? Paul had a purpose, Paul had a reason. He said, I'm going to plow on huh? all the way through to the very end. I'm putting this behind me. Amen. Praise God. Huh? Forgetting it and moving on. And I want to read one more scripture here. This is in Hebrews 12. Verses 1 and 2. Also the Apostle Paul believed to be the author. I believe he was. <clears throat> Therefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness. Let us lay, listen to me, let us lay aside every weight. Huh? And the sin which does so easily Beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. What? Huh? Looking unto Jesus, the author 
and the finisher of our faith. Who, for the joy that was set before him, just like the Apostle Paul, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. <laughs> Amen. I tell you, don't get any better than that. Listen, he said here, therefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness. He's talking about huh, the hero chapter in chapter 11. He's talking about huh, those men and women of faith in the Bible huh, that has died and passed on and went home to heaven with God. He's talking about their faith and what they went through and how they lived their lives. They trusted in God, my friend, and they made it to the end. You hear me? Huh? He was looking at their faith. They were a witness. I tell you, I'm glad huh, that I've had some good witnesses in my life, in this church, huh, and in other places. Amen. I mean, a witness. You could tell. These people were genuine Christians. They were true to what they said. They were. They walked the walk and talked the talk. Amen. And they were strength to me. Huh? To go on. When there was times I wanted to give up. Huh? I'd see their faces and think of them. Huh? They did it. They had the faith. Huh? Those women, huh? Blythe and Janice. Huh? Blythe hardly ever said anything at all. Huh? But she was here. Huh? She said one thing that I'll never forget. She said this. Being a teacher. Huh? She said all the books of the world that are written, all of them, are for information. That's all there are. They're for information. But she said there's only one book in the world that is for transformation. Amen. And that's the Bible. Praise God. Amen. Amen. The transforming power of God. Those ladies, Janice, used to stand up and testify. Uh, blessed with the pastors that we've had in the past. That great cloud of witness. <coughs> Amen. Huh? If they can do it, we can do it. Amen, because we're serving the same God. Huh? We're in a race, church. Whether you know that or not, I know you know it. The day we got saved, my friend, we entered the race. <laughs> huh? I tell you, it's a race that we're in, my friend. And the starting line is this earth. Huh? And the finish line is heaven. You hear me? You hear me? Praise God. That's the race we're in. And in that race behind that is called life. Amen. And here's what the writer said. Huh? He said this. He said, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Let's get rid of the weight. Have you ever seen a fat runner? Huh? I mean, let me think about it. Huh? The Olympics and track and all that. You ever seen any fat running? My guys are so skinny. Huh? Why is that? They stay light. Huh? So they can run faster. 
and moved quicker. Uh, and they got more of an endurance because there's hardly nothing there. Only what they need. Huh? They casted the weight off. Huh? They don't want the weight. It's going to hinder them. It's going to hinder them from finishing the race. Huh? For winning the race. That's why we need to cast off these things that weigh us down. You hear me? That weigh us down, that keep us from pressing on and running in this race. And then the second thing is sin. Huh? We all have different sin. We all have different problems in our lives. Huh? But I want to tell you what. And another thing I believe about that is the world we're living in. The sin that's all around us. Huh? Day in and day out. David said that he, he was with the sinners and it vexed his righteous soul to be around them. Huh? We're living in an evil world today and in a sinful world. I believe that was part of it. Huh? Lay aside the sin, the, the weight and the sin that is so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Huh? Amen. Here's the key. Here's the key. Looking unto Jesus, the author, he wrote. Huh? He made the worlds. <laughs> he made you and me. Huh? And he wrote the book that we're preaching out of it today. And he's the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. Did Jesus have an easy life? He sure didn't. Huh? He didn't have an easy life. Huh? And he didn't have nothing in this life. Huh? He told them guys, those disciples, he said, listen. He said, the birds have their nest. Huh? I can't remember that verse right offhand. Huh? But I can interpret it to you. Huh? They have their nest. They have their homes. They have their place where they stay and live. But the Son of Man has nothing. He has no place to lay his hand. He was on a mission for one reason. Huh? To save you and me. Amen? That was his race. My friend, he went before us, listen, and paved the way, huh? And made a way for you and me to make it through all the seasonal things that we go through in our life, huh? And give us victory over them. And man, I know I got to quit. I'm just telling you the truth, huh? And what I say, endure the cross. I already said that, I already preached on it. What it is. He took it all for us. Huh? And now. <laughs> he's at the finish line. Waiting for me and you to cross. Huh? To reward us of our faithfulness in this race that we're in this morning. Amen? This race to heaven. Praise God. I tell you what. I don't know really how to tell you or what to tell you. This morning. Because I'm going through the same things you're going through. I'm questioning a lot of things. Wondering about a lot of things. Amen. But I'll tell you what. Let's go back. And let's hold on to Christ. Huh? He'll help us through it all. Listen. 
And one reason I want to sing that song, Sweet Hour of Prayer, is that he said, in seasons of distress and grief, that his soul had often found in it. Huh? What did it say in Amazing Grace in the third verse? Through many dangers, trials, and... No, not that one. Let me back up. How, how was it? He said there in the third verse, he said, uh, I can't get it. It slipped my mind. I tell you what, we got a book right here. So. Amen. Here's what he said. How could I forget this? Through many dangers, stoles, and snares, I have already come. Just grace has brought me safe this far. And grace will lead me on. Through many toils. <laughs> Praise God forever. Amen. He'll help us through it all. Huh. I sit and wonder and cry at times. Lord, why does it have to be this way? Why is it this way? Huh? I don't get no answer. But he says, my grace is sufficient. That's it. Depend on me. My grace, I'll give you the grace. That's what he said to Paul. Huh? So let's hold on to him going into this new year. And you know what? I thought about this too. I thought about us as a church. Huh? You know, all the physical things that we've done. Let me, let me, let me write. I wrote these down, and you guys probably remember more than me. This is all the things that we've done in this church. The, the, uh, the work, amen, of this church. We put in a new heating and cooling system. We put in all new windows. We put all new siding, roof, and gutters. Put in a new front door. We put in a new sign. We put in a steeple and a cross. And we put it, and we got a new shed. We put a fence and a deck in. And we remodeled the sanctuary. And in the process, we are in the in the process of remodeling the vestibule and the restrooms. For a church, eleven people, ten. Huh? Something's going on, church. God's doing that for a reason. That, I don't know, to build it, to get people in. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. But there's a reason for all this. If it wasn't, he would have shut us down a long time ago. You hear me? I'm telling you the truth. There's a reason. God's blessing us. To use us to, to, to win the lost to Christ and the people in this community to get them into this church and get saved for their, for their eternal destination. Amen. I want to tell you this, and I believe this with all of my heart, and I know that you, have, you that have been there know this too. God sent Brother Avery Shearer to this church to keep it alive and keep it going. Amen. I believe that 
with all of my heart. I have no question. That little old gray-haired man, huh? God used him. Huh? He was here for 18 years and preached to us. Huh? Listen, I know some of you don't know him. Huh? His health was bad. He would come in, huh? Don and Joyce would go get him, and Tony John would go get him, huh? And help him through the back door. And he'd be in a walker and couldn't even hardly walk. Huh? You remember that? And walk up here down the aisle, huh? And I'd get him a chair and set it right here. Huh? Set it right here. Huh? So when he got tired and weary, he could sit there and preach to us. Huh? You what? <laughs> I don't think he ever used the chair. Once he got up in the pulpit, he held on to that. Huh? And he preached God's word with fire. And true! I want to tell you, listen to me. That's a cloud of witness that I see in my own life. That's bound and determined to go on until he takes his last breath. Amen. Amen. Huh? Been easy to stay home. And he had every reason in the world to stay home in the condition that he's in. I look at him. I want to tell you something. There's times I don't feel good. Huh? Had a rough night. Huh? On a Saturday. A rough night. Hardly any sleep. Huh? But I think of him. And I see that little old man. Huh? That was so fragile. Came faithfully into the church. Huh? And delivered his message. Then come back and stood in the back till everybody left. Shook their hands. What are you talking about? I'm talking about a race that he was in and he won it. And he's in heaven now. That's the same for me and you. Amen. Let's run this race with patience. Let's hold on. And if the things in life that come, my friend, they're going to be hard. Huh? They're going to be, it's going to break us and tear us down. Huh? It's going to happen. We're only human. Huh? But we got someone at the finish line cheering us on. And that's Jesus Christ. Amen.